Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring one minute at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. And joining us again today is our friend Ali Coluccio. Hello. Hello. And today we'll be talking about Minute 68, which starts with Pippin finishing uh, his line and he says luncheon, afternoon tea, and ends with uh, that shot of Aragorn smoking in the moonlight. While they're camping. After carrying a very large deer back to the campsite. Yeah, what do they do with that deer? They must eat it. The whole thing? I mean, they are four hobbits and a man. Mm. So that's like ten men. Four hobbits and a man sounds like a terrible sitcom. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's three men. (laughs) You're not wand. One and four halves of a man <laughs> make three men. <laughs> yeah, but three dudes can't eat it like a 300-pound deer. But, yeah, uh, like, I feel like a hobbit eats as much as, like, two dudes. Right. So four hobbits is, like, eight dudes, and an actual dude would be nine. <laughs> so, you know. And build a pony. They're, well, yeah, they're totally feeding the, the horse <laughs> deer meat. There is something just really unsettling about the idea of horses eating meat. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> like, no one wants to see that. That's horrifying. <laughs> I must consume you. That's not for you, horse. What are you doing over there? <laughs> Nothing, not eating people. <laughs> right? It's just, well, I mean, it's two dudes in a horse suit, so they. That'd be so. Oh my god. So this is not. This is eleven dudes. Can you imagine waking up in the middle of the night and just kind of looking over at your horse, and it's like split in half, and it's two guys. <laughs> Hanging out. Oh, man. (laughs) It's like one guy wearing the back half, like a big pair of pants. No. (laughs) It's like every high school um, play, like, version of Midsummer Night's Dream. It's just like the guy, like, one is the horse head and one is the horse butt. Yeah. (laughs) Do you think they do that now with, like, the horse head just has that, like, gross rubber horse mask? Oh, the mask. Yeah. Those horse masks confuse me. I would not be surprised. You're so unsettling. That'd be really funny, actually. If you're just like, if it's like a really high-end production of Midsummer Night's Dream, and then all of a sudden this guy comes out with a really awful rubber mask. (laughs) And like a black morph suit (laughs) with the rubber horse mask on and a fake tail. (laughs) Well, no, because it's like... Because he's got like a mop head. Because he's got the, the, the fairy queen turns his like head into a horse. Like, <laughs> <Boop>. <laughs> I imagine it's hard to project your lines through, through a rubber mask. Yeah. Through a rubber mask. <laughs> just, can everyone hear me now? <laughs> <laughs> they just record all the audio and like all the lines and then like play it back. <laughs> Perfect. Flawless. <laughs> no one will notice. <laughs> <laughs> so. This minute starts with finishing the list yeah. of Hobbit meals. So now we know they have breakfast, second, second breakfast, breakfast. elevensies, luncheon, afternoon, afternoon tea, tea dinner, dinner, and supper. supper. What yeah. about dessert? Well, dessert's a part of the meal. Nah. Yeah, I yes. think it is. I think it's like yeah. I think the meals are like, a couple courses. Like breakfast is you have you know a couple of eggs, piece of meat, and some mm-hmm. pie, 
And then some pie. Second breakfast, you (laughs) have like the rest of whatever meat you were cooking, some bread, and the rest of the pie. (laughs) No, I feel like that's like the muffins. Eleven seasons pie desserts. Yeah. So like you have like you have your eggs, and then you have like a muffin, and then you have some more bacon and eggs, and you have a bagel, and then you (laughs) have like your brunchy stuff and some coffee cake. Yum. And, and then, then lunch, you have like a sandwich, and then like, and some pie. Afternoon yeah. tea is really just small desserts anyway. That's true, and, and like tiny finger sandwiches. And yeah, so cookies, mini cakes, yeah. mini pies. And then dinner is like a normal dinner meal, and mm-hmm. then like dessert, like some pudding or something. Well, yeah, I feel supper. like and I feel supper like dinner is and supper full. are like three courses each. Yeah, yeah. at least it's like multi-course meals. So God. hobbits eat a lot. God damn. So that that's breakfast, second breakfast, eleven Z's, luncheon, afternoon tea, dinner, and supper. That's seven so meals a day. This is the only thing that doesn't really jive with me and hobbits eating things. Because I feel like hobbits do not wake up early in the morning. <laughs> I think they do because But um, they must, because they have two breakfasts before they yeah. have eleven Z's. Because most of them are farmers. Yeah, they're also rural, agriculturally focused people. Yeah, so a lot of the time you're up with the the sun. Well, and the other thing, too, about, like, the whole waking up with the sun thing is before electricity and, like, alarm clocks and having our own light and curtains and stuff. Yeah. When the sun came up, you were just awake for the day. And when the sun went down, you didn't have light or more or really reliable light to stay awake and keep doing things. Right. So you went to bed. Oh, see, I thought you just kept drinking. <laughs> like hobbits might hobbit. just keep drinking. Well, they and then of... hobbits sleep for like they get drunk and then they pass out and they sleep for like two hours. They wake up with a hangover, so they have a really greasy first breakfast. And then by the time their stomach is settled, oh. it's time for second breakfast. Yeah. <gasps> no, I like it. That works. So they're college See? students. No. Yeah. <laughs> second breakfast is just drinking the bacon fat left over from first no, breakfast. No. 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 You save it and then you cook your eggs in it. Yeah. Mm, yeah that's the best or like french toast or something maybe even a little hair of the dog they have beer with second breakfast delicious go right back to it bloody mary's man i feel no. like I'm, more, hobbits, I'm like a do you think hobbits have bloody mary's or do you think that is i feel like they would really appreciate it because it's alcohol that also has food in it that's true yes. or is that like the electricity drink Especially those like crazy gourmet Bloody Marys where they have like a sandwich on your <laughs> it's your like drink. it's like half a slider. <laughs> yeah. a I mean, you know a hobbit would do that little bacon sandwich on their their Bloody Mary. There's just no, there's just bacon bits in the Bloody Mary. Oh my god, that's hardcore. <laughs> oh, Bloody Mary is super savory already. Yeah, I'm not about the Bloody Mary. I'm more of a mimosa person. Mimosas mm. are good. I imagine hobbits enjoying mimosas. <laughs> I imagine oh, hobbits enjoying most alcohols. I would like to add wine to my orange juice. It's not. It's sparkling wine. There's a difference. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's either wine or it's not champagne. Yeah. <laughs> Bilbo Baggins would have legit champagne. Yes. Mm. I wonder where champagne comes from in, in the Shire. I wonder what... What area of the Shire makes the official sparkling wine that is really champagne? I feel like the elves would have that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Rivendell has, like, the real champagne. Yeah. And maybe like, occasionally you'll get some Prosecco yeah. out on the Shire. But I feel like they, they might not know it. 
Yeah, because mm-hmm. Legolas in the later movies talks about elven wine. When I imagine elven wine being very smooth, fruity wine. Delicious. But I feel like it has magical bubbles in it. Yeah. <laughs> little, little magical bubbles. <laughs> little magical bubbles. Uh, yes. I bet and, you, like, Sam is a champagne aficionado. That's why he's so <laughs> super into the elves. He's like, I'm going to have some elven wine. It's going to be awesome. Gonna bring home a cask of elven wine. That's the dream. You know, and then he's gonna he's gonna steal all the elven plants and plant them in his garden. (laughs) That's what he goes to Rivendell. He just steals a bunch of like grape vines. He can plant them back in the shower, and then he can start making his own elven wine. Yeah, undercut Elrond. Yeah, (laughs) start selling it around the Shire. This is the Gamgee special brew. He's an enterprising young hobbit. That's right. He doesn't want to be a gardener forever. He wants to be a vinter. <laughs> He's moving up in the world, That's Sam right. Wise. Young Master Gamgee. <laughs> well, he does. I mean, he does have a crush on the barmaid. Yeah. He's got to provide for his family. That's right. His, you know, hypothetical family. She would, she would be very good at helping him with that business venture. Right. Even though I don't think she has any lines in the movie. <laughs> she has like one. <laughs> good night. <laughs> good night lads she's really good at cleaning that cup though that's right super good super good rosy <laughs> cotton she's the best at cleaning cups right. hey you gotta be good at something i like that like even though they didn't include the midgewater marsh scene in the movie um the line that he says is actually almost word for word word for word taken from the book yeah um, what do they eat when they don't get hobbits? Yeah, <laughs> he slaps his. I've face. always liked that the the midges are obviously, um, like CGI. Like, yeah, because they they just look too like little dots. Yeah, <laughs> it reminds me of um the oh is it the Swamp of Despair from Neverending Story? Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm thinking of the pit of despair, which is the Princess Bride. Um, but it's like the swamp of something. Yeah, and like everything is just miserable, and you just get bogged down and pulled in, and like just the way they're <laughs> <Bogged> like down. <laughs> and you just you just see like there's that one scene where like Pippin just falls face first into the mud, and it's just like and and he has not had second breakfast. Yeah, and he's just. Oh, and his poor cute scarf that's now been ruined. I know. I like that scarf. So ruined. I know, like, everyone else just has, like, a cloak on, but Pippin is also wearing a scarf. He came prepared for cold weather. Mm. In this, in the scene, in that scene, you also see Bill the Pony, but not actually a pony. Not actually. That wide <laughs> shot, that's two guys in a suit. <laughs> two guys in a suit. Maybe that's why I think it looks like never-ending story. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, and then there's Falcor, a hey. <laughs> Isn't there also a swamp in Princess Bride? There's the yeah. fire swamp, but that's the a very oh, different that's right. kind. That's it's more right. like a forest. There's a yeah, swamp in the Labyrinth. Really. Yeah. With there Sir is a swamp in Labyrinth, which also looks similar. Yeah. And it's all stinky. That's what, oh, that's there what are... hard jokes happen. Yeah. Do you think there are R-O-U-S's in the in Middle Earth? Oh, almost certainly. There have to be. Perhaps. I mean, there are giant birds. <laughs> the rodents of unusual size? I don't believe they exist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
yeah you i mean the eagles have to eat something yeah I mean, there's got to be mice big enough for those eagles to eat exactly unless the unless eagles they just eat deer are picking off deer and orcs and stuff the orcs yeah they probably well, maybe eat that's why you don't really hear about the rous is because you've got the giant birds to keep the rous population in check <laughs> whereas they don't have the giant birds in florin so they just overrun the forest yeah that's true there you go there's probably like a cold weather derivative that live in middle earth and the the fire swamp i'm just now imagining any farmer that lives near the misty anywhere near the misty mountains yeah at all has to just be very aware to never leave a horse unattended why because there's oh, a giant the eagle. dragon like right there there's giant eagles right there on the mountain i, I was if they like see the wait. horse they're gonna be like oh hey food i thought you were still talking about like giant rodents so i was like what why are the capybaras gonna eat their horse I just... oh i mean the, the giant eagles farmed the rous's to extinction <laughs> millennia ago in the first stage in the first stage of man <laughs> there were giant rats oh my god but no longer <laughs> the great the great eagles murdered That's them true. all yeah because they do hang out in the misty mountains huh yeah the the eagles live above live on top of the misty mountains i don't imagine that there would be a lot of farms surrounding the misty mountains anyway because orcs live up there too yeah but they they don't really come down out of the mountains they might go on I wonder like nighttime if the raids if the misty mountains are like the fire swamp where like no one really lives there but it's really quite beautiful <laughs> <laughs> like if it weren't for all of these deadly things that would kill me i would live here and have a farm you mean like australia that too look at all these horrible poisonous things i'm gonna build my house right here yeah they have dinosaur birds in australia it's amazing oh they're so cool cassowaries they're just they're really dinosaurs yeah they are they're like legit dinosaurs because now we know that dinosaurs had feathers like 100% for sure, actual proof. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, yes, this is exact. You are a dinosaur. <laughs> I want one and as then, a pet, but I'm afraid it would eat me. Yeah. Or like a like terror birds. You, it might just accidentally maul you to death. Yeah. With its two giant claws. How tall are, how big are cassowaries? Like seven feet tall? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh they're God, like because you know they're they're the third they're like emus or ostriches like they're yeah they're just... the third big yeah flightless bird yeah and there's ostriches and emus and cassowaries huh oh man I googled cassowary and the first one is cassowary attack so never mind I don't want one as a pet <laughs> <laughs> no thank you cassowary there used to be a lot more giant birds like that in in the fossil record. Yeah. Terror birds. Weren't there like a giant bird in New Zealand and then it got like hunted to extinction at some point? I think point? so. That's sad. There oh also used to be wolves in Australia. Can you imagine like this movie with just like giant birds in the background? <laughs> That'd be crazy. Just like big nine foot terror, <laughs> terror, terrifying things. It's just like a. Walking around. <laughs> One of my favorite things. Bobbing their like... heads. Is like the Battle of the Emus that yeah. actually happened in Australia in like the War the of the Emus. <laughs> they like took over farmland and like they sent in the National Guard and more soldiers died than emus and they just left. They're like, all right, the birds have this town. <laughs> the birds have won. 
We surrender to the birds. I know that's my favorite thing to bring up at a party because, like, half of the people know what you're talking about and start laughing hysterically, and the other half just frantically Google it. And so you have people just like reading from like Wikipedia drunkenly, reading about like (laughs) a a group of dudes with like a machine gun unable to fight emus, (laughs) like hordes and hordes of emus. No, like they like fired all their ammunition and like three emu were down, and that was it. Although it would not surprise me if the country of Australia as a whole just wanted to play a giant gag on the rest of the world and was like, no, 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 this really, really happened. No, I mean drop <laughs> bears. Drop like, bears? Yeah, drop bears. They always tell people about drop bears. What yeah, drop that? bears are not real. Yeah. Oh. No, I don't, I've never even heard that. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, they always talk, like, I don't know, they, there's like this mysti- mystical beast called a drop bear and you can't it's, go it, into the woods because it'll drop on you. It's oh. basically like, it just chlamydia ridden koalas but it's like australia's boogeyman drop bears (laughs) hey man the only thing i know about the woods and it's something to think about is that porcupines live in trees do they really yeah Yeah. they do right porcupines live in trees they could just accidentally fall out of the tree and land on your head with like their spikes all out yeah yeah porcupines sleep in trees didn't that happen a couple years ago probably i still i don't know I imagine that has to be a really terrifying experience for both you and the porcupine. <laughs> yeah, like that's not a good experience for anybody involved. Can you imagine you're a porcupine, one, you're asleep, you're on this branch of a tree. you fall out of a tree while you're asleep. <laughs> not cool. Two, you get hit in the face with a whole bunch of needles. Yeah, that's a lose-lose situation. <laughs> I think the only person who wins is the one who watches it happen. <laughs> right? Oh my goodness. Uh, I, think, uh, I don't know if you have any more notes for this. Um, so the midwater, the swamp that they're yeah. walking through isn't a set. They went to a real swamp and did this. Mm-hmm. And everyone involved hated filming it from the well, get-go. Well, yeah, they're filming in a swamp. Yes. <laughs> and they didn't know how deep it was initially. They went to the site out with a helicopter oh, with no. Peter and Barry Osborne and some of the other producers. Yeah. Know, they land in a helicopter and the helicopter sinks a little. Oh no. oh, no. And Peter gets out and he's standing around and he's looking at the water and it doesn't look that deep. Oh, no. And Peter's wearing shorts and he's just like, oh, this this doesn't look so bad. And he takes a couple steps oh, out no. and sinks up to his waist. <laughs> so they spent a lot of time, like, poking around in the swamp. Yeah. Planning a good route that wouldn't cause all the hobbits to just be like, Oh, disappear. Yeah. <laughs> this is my swamp. <laughs> and that it was Vigo Mortensen actually throwing the apples at them in that scene. That's amazing. Well, the thing that cracks me up about the apples being thrown is, like, the apple gets thrown at Pippin's head, and he's like, what just happened? But then you see him, like, stand back, and in his hand is another apple. Yeah. Because and I'm like, is that from the previous take? Like, No, Mary hands him the apple uh, that he catches. But you don't see it on screen. It's, like, it just be like It must be, off, like, just below screen. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, why does he have an apple already? <laughs> and, like, he gets hit with the apple and he looks up, like, where the hell did this come from? And Mary's just like, come along, Pip. <laughs> he looks at the apple all confused. He's wondering if more second breakfast is going to fall from the sky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like manna from the gods. Oh. <laughs> it's rain and second breakfast. Hallelujah. 
in the um in the commentary to um peter jackson's like so people have been telling me that there's a sticker attached to the second apple that's been thrown but i don't see any sticker and his wife is like well you would need to freeze frame it and he's like no nah, there's no sticker so i was like all right so <laughs> we we watched it in like VLC quarter speed in quarter speed and hearing uh billy Boyd deliver his lines in like slow-mo is the funniest thing well it's pretty close to the funniest thing i think the funniest thing while we were listening to this in quarter speed was the nazgul screech yeah <laughs> in like quarter speed it's, just, <laughs> it's so funny what so, about second yeah. breakfast <laughs> Turns out there's no sticker on that apple. <laughs> Don't count on it. Yeah. Jeff. <laughs> and he holds his little smug face for like five seconds. It's so funny. <laughs> oh my god. What are you doing? We're stopping for second breakfast. <laughs> stopping for breakfast. You already ate. <sighs> uh, I love that. I, I love the look on Vigo Mortensen's face as soon as he turns around. Like, there's a moment, There's before he turns around, there's a moment of, like, I'm about to see them being little assholes. <laughs> he turns around, he's well, just think, like, come on! I thought it was more like he's scouting, and then he's going to turn and say something to them. Like, we're going this way, and then he's like, what? But, like, right before he turns, he's got a look on his face, like, I know I'm about to turn around and see something I don't like. <laughs> and then he turns around, and he's like, god damn it! <laughs> Gentlemen? Top of the air. Because the first thing he says is, gentlemen. <laughs> He's still getting used to the. It's like you, it's, gentlemen, you might as well have just been like, hey, assholes. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't know if I have anything else. <laughs> That's it. Just... Uh, <sighs> okay. So we are from the website duelinggenre.com. You can email us, contact at lordoftheringsminute.com. You can find us on Twitter at LOTR Minute, Tumblr, LOTRMinute.tumblr.com. Uh, you can like us on Facebook as well as join our listener group. Uh, please give us a five-star review on iTunes, as well as check out our other podcasts on dueling genres, such as The Doctor's Companion, which is our Doctor Who podcast, uh, Back to the Future Minute, Geek by Night, which is our fictional audio drama podcast, and Harry Potter Minute. Um, you can also check us out on Patreon, duelinggenre.com slash support, as well as a one-time donation button on the site, and merchandise. And special thanks to our Patreon associate producer, Leaper182. Thank you for joining us again, Allie. Thank and you we'll for see having you. me again. Yeah. yeah. And we'll see you all tomorrow. Happy hump day. Bye. Bye.